Hello, everyone, and welcome to our last-ish episode of Star Spangled Eurovision for this season. We are going over our last four songs from this year's Eurovision Song Contest. My name is Max. I'm here with my adjective-less co-hosts, Alex and Bart. Thank you, Max. Hello, everyone. It's not, like, super inspiring. You couldn't even think of a single adjective. Well, I'm, I'm tired of thinking of adjectives, and so I just stopped. I gotta get you some Adderall. <laughs> maybe. Maybe that's what I need. <clears throat> anyway, um, okay, so today we are going to be going over the entries from Portugal, Azerbaijan, Austria, and Armenia. And closing out our reviewing portion of this year's Eurovision Song Contest, and we will, after that, have our preview episode for this year's Eurovision, see what we, we think will happen. And then after Eurovision, of course, have our annual debrief. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Let us start with Portugal. So the winner of this year's Festival de Cansao was Maro with the song Saudade Saudade, which what else would Portugal sing about? Takes time, I know it's no one's fault but somehow I can't move on now you're gone So opinions about this for a song that like some may call boring um okay but actually my take on this is that there are many reasons why i am still bitter that salvador sobral won eurovision what um partially because he beat francesco cabani who will always be the love of this apartment's life yes but also i think that like i always thought that amar pelos deutsch i think i pronounced that semi right was, like, a little overrated because it was just, like, a sad, like, sweet song. And I feel like since then, Portugal has had so many songs that fall into that genre that, in my opinion, are much better than that. And this is one of them. I just really love this song. I think it's, like, A, hilarious that, like, the Portuguese are singing about saudades and how, like, there's no other way to explain the feeling and nothing more can, like say to it or whatever it is um that's literally every portuguese person i've ever met has given me that same spiel but something about just like the instrumentation the harmonies like the lyrics like i think it's just like really ends up being a really beautiful product and it stays very true to like who portugal is and i still kind of wish a song like this or o jardim or some of the other like portuguese songs that i feel like kind of like captured that zeitgeist more had won or at least do bet did better than like the song that actually won. And that's my take. Can you explain to me why you're so attached to this and thought Iceland was like fine? <laughs> I really can't. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because of the harmonies and honestly a little bit because it's in English. And I think that there's just like I think that this one is like easier to like 
I think it's really easy to sing along to the Saudade Saudade chorus in a way that like I there's no hook in the Iceland song at all to me. Whereas to me this like does have like a weirdly like simple and sweet, but it does have a hook that like gets stuck in my head and then I sing it to myself for like many days. Okay. Whereas like I I think this is very nice and pretty, and I also do tend to love Portuguese entries for exactly that reason, is that it's always like a very specific vibe that's very chill and laid back um but i think i would put it in the category of like this is very nice and i like it when i want to just have like a relaxing vibe like coffee shop background music much like iceland that's that's kind of what it is for me i mean i've just always had a sweet spot for like Portugal in general, just because I, I like the, the vibe and the type of music that they bring. Uh, do I think that this is the strongest entry of the ones that they've had? No, no not necessarily, but I do like it and I like listen to it and it's very calming. So, again, I'm in the middle. Just you guys have a I mean, I feel like we have the same opinion yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's nice. It's, mm-hmm. um, it's interesting that Portugal is like moving over to singing in English, not entirely in this case, but um, like last year was the first time they had ever sent a song in English, I think. And then this time, you know, they're still continuing that. So that's an interesting uh, move for Portugal. I actually want them to stay more in Portuguese. I just personally, I think Portuguese is like such a beautiful language. I and I love when they sing in Portuguese. It's just, there's something about the the smoothness of it. And um, the way that you hit notes, that's just really beautiful, which, like, Mm -hmm. makes it transcendent that um, other languages can't do. So, like, I'm okay with them saying some things in English, but I really like them to kind of stick to their linguistic roots. I love Portuguese. Like, well, you know, even when they try to sing in English, there's one word that can't be translated. (laughs) (laughs) That word is saudade. <laughs> what the entire song is about. Yeah. Saudade. I'm telling you, it gets, I don't know, something I mean, no. about it, it, like, something about it gets stuck in my head really easily, and then I just, like, kept listening to it, I think while I was, like, working, because it was, like, easy background yeah. music, like, while I was working on, like, an Excel spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this is now my favorite song somehow. Also, oh, these girlies are cute. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for that input. Look at him, just you know. All right, let's just move. Just giving it some kudos, you know. <laughs> I'm get, I'm I'm just doing a well-rounded analysis. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I do kind of hope, um, just to add that they keep this staging because it's I really like how like intimate like coffee house vibes it gives mm-hmm. off. Um, because yeah, it just this song is something that would be played on like a tiny stage in some tiny club. And I hope they somehow are able to capture that atmosphere. Oh, I was going to say like, I a thousand percent disagree because once you bring this into like a huge arena, it's just not going to carry as well. You're going to have to do something a bit different. Right. Which is why I hope like with the camera work or something, they try to create like a literally intimate space as opposed to like, I mean, like expansive, like like they did for Salvador Sobral. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, let's move on to our next country. Let's go all the way over to quite literally the other side of Europe to Azerbaijan, who is sending Nadir Rustamli with the song Fade to Black. 
that he could like start off his little singing career um, <laughs> he does look a little bit like Conor McGregor right he? yeah <laughs> um no I I skip this song every time I hear it I mean I, I think part of it is just this was also released just near the end and then it wasn't one of the stronger songs for me so I was like meh like not about it so I just keep like skipping it it's just not interesting to me yeah i mean we were watching the music video and like first scene is men at piano and you know exactly where it's going like uh we have so many of these this year and this is i don't think it's one of the stronger ones honestly like his voice is good but the song is a little like i don't want to say strange but it just doesn't flow properly for me like the build doesn't come until like the very very end of it it just it doesn't really go anywhere or in any direction that makes a lot of sense um yeah so it's it's kind of a no for me to be honest well at least we're agreed on what we don't like (laughs) we generally agree that like we're team sad girly instead of the sad boys well except for poland except for poland who i think we all agree is like the best of the sad boys Mm -hmm. um i actually agree with max fully just like i don't really like the melody that much like i don't think it builds in a way that like makes sense like his voice is obviously good but it just like doesn't there's, like, a little bit of a beat at some point, but it's, like, I don't know. It just really falls. The melody is just, like, there's barely a melody. Like, it yeah. just, you, can't, you yeah. can't grab onto it at all. It's, I like, agree. the last chorus repeat, and then you're, like, okay, well, it's too fucking late now. Yeah. Yeah. That's, like, a little bit above Boys Do Cry, but, like... Just barely. And then at the end of the music video, when he walks up to himself and it's him, I'm like, not again. <laughs> like, how many times do we have to do this I in a music video? Literally the fifth or sixth video where that has happened this year. Why? Can we come up with something else, guys? I don't know what you guys are talking about. I'm literally shook every <laughs> single time. That somehow doesn't shock me. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god, it was him all along? Like, I need to stew in this for a bit. Alex is literally like a dog looking at herself in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Who's this? All right, and while you stew over the ending of that uh, music video, let's move on to our next song, which is going to be from Austria. We're sending Lumix and Pia Maria with the song Halo. Beautiful, something to feel for 100 years. We're gonna be in the monastery. 
Okay, I unapologetically love this, mostly because, like, 2007 Europop is just, like, a guilty pleasure of mine. Like, this is so fun, especially this year of sad songs. Like, this stands out so much. Like, just full, like, 180, like, completely out of this, like, Eurovision universe moment. Can I just say, you got the date wrong. This is 1997. (laughs) This is, like... People in, like, the late 90s who were like, this is what the 2000s is going to be futuristic. Like, this is in the same genre of, like, blue dab and d dab and die kind of, like, you don't even know what you're about to be in for. But, like, definitely before the 2000s. I feel like this kind of stuck around for a while. 2007 is, like, the end end point of it. But... (laughs) Yeah, but full, like, you're right, Eiffel 65, Bass Hunter, like, all those kind of vibes. And I'm so here for it. Like, I'm not normally one for nostalgia, but sign me the fuck up. (laughs) I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like, it just, part of me is, like, I grew up on this music and, like, I have so much in my repository that when, when this came out, I was like, Okay, but this sounds like I've heard this song a trillion times, even though I haven't. Like, I've only heard it a few times. So to me, it there's really nothing original about it. Like, the beat is stolen, I've heard it before. The hook is stolen, I've heard it before. Like, it's just, there's nothing. I'm not saying it's like, it's not a bop and that like, I wouldn't rock out to it if I heard it. But no way how I'm, like, giving it any points because there's absolutely 0% of originality in any component of that song. Yeah. I mean, I agree with both of you. And I think the song is, like, <laughs> objectively bad and just, like, not original and is, like, off the walls, like, crazy. But in a way that, like, I love and admire, like, in its own special way. Like, I'm not giving this any fucking points. Are you kidding me? It's, like, so bad. But after, like, 38 sad songs, I feel like Oscar's always just, like, somehow, like, zigs what everyone else zags. And was like, (laughs) okay, like, we're going to send, like, a literal, like, mashup of every trashy techno song you've ever heard. And, like... (laughs) have it front-loaded by a singer that all Twitter is going to call not real and or an AI robot. (laughs) And, like, here's our offering, like... I mean, but it's, like, the only thing I'm going to, like, go off to at the Euro Club. So, like, we kind of have to, like, accept it. I really hope that this is, like, sandwiched between, like... Boys don't cry and like boys fade do to cry, oh, sorry. Alex. Boys no, boys do cry and fade to black. Like I just <laughs> It's got a really good place or interesting place in the semi. Yeah. I mean like you just kinda have to love it, like in its own, like like in like an ugly duckling kind of way. <laughs> like I, I think, appreciate it. I think honestly, I would I would enjoy it more if it if there was even just one component of it where I was like, oh, this is like, okay, it's bringing back an era, and but like this thing sets it apart, but there's nothing that sets it apart. It just makes me think of like four songs 
from the late 90s at once because it's literally just those songs put together and none of it is original. Part of me thinks I that... I believe that she is an AI bot, actually. <laughs> part of me thinks that you're reacting this way because you grew up in Denmark and this was, was, was actually on the radio in Denmark, whereas, like, this is still novelty kind of for Americans. <laughs> I think it is a little bit that. Oh, yeah, no, no. Thousand percent. Like the songs I'm thinking of are definitely Europe songs, but this is also like Eurovision. Like the majority of the audience that's like gonna see this is gonna be like, yeah, like we all know the four or five songs that you ripped this from, and this is definitely like I understand why people are saying she's a bot. Because honestly, <laughs> if you would have put the late 90s, like 1997 to like 2000, into a, like an algorithm and just like have them create artificially create a song from Europe like this is what you would get also I feel like if you had just like put all the names in the world into one of those and had them spit out a random woman's name it would be Pia Maria Lumix featuring Pia Maria <laughs> <laughs> it's like, not real <laughs> but it's not a sad boy ballad Yes. Yeah, I mean, I do hope that, like, it breaks up the sad boy ballad. Like, I keep this on in the car because it's one of the few fun songs to jam out to. Okay, but it somehow feels so long and also, like, 20 seconds long. It's just the same thing on repeat. Yeah, like, I, I no do not changes. listen to the full thing. Like, I definitely do not listen to the full thing. I maybe go through, like, the chorus twice and I'm like, okay... I've had a, I've had the sample of this that I've needed. Like I don't need more. Agreed. I like their cute little attempt in the middle to like slow it down and have a clap thing. Like <laughs> truly, a bot did write this song. <laughs> Again, like stereotypical. Like you have to have that moment where it's like slow it down. I mean, this just goes back to like every single Backstreet Boy and Sync song where like oh. You slow the beat, you know, a little bit, and you have, like, this little, like, oh, is it over? JK, it's not over. We're going to repeat the chorus again. And you're like, oh, great. What a surprise. <laughs> what a treat. <laughs> All right. On that note, let's go back to the Caucasus, uh, over to Armenia, who is sending Rosalyn with the song Snap. I'm writing a song Said this is the last one How many last songs are left? I'm losing count Since June 22nd My heart's been on fire I've been spending my nights in the rain Trying to put it out So I'm snapping one, two messing with my like point system over the past few weeks and this started off with like 
almost getting points, but not really. But then the more I listen to it in the car, I'm like, nah, I can't deny this song. Like, I just think it's so cute and the wordplay's cute. Like, I I look forward to her, like, playing the guitar at Eurovision and she just has, like, a great voice and the whole snap point. I think that, I don't know, like, I definitely am leaning into the sad girl more than the sad boy vibe this summer and um I really like this song I just it's just it's not necessarily stuff that like Armenia submitted in the past but I mean they can get it I think that's what's throwing me off is like it's a good song and I do genuinely like it it's just so different than what I expected Armenia to send that I it's like just like the the cognitive dissonance is like keeping me from just like really appreciating it for what it is but I do, like, objectively think it's a very cute, sweet song. Um, and, yeah, it is kind of like a sad girl vibe, but it's, like, it's a little bit more um, joy, like, joyful. Like, the melody is it's more of, like, in a major key. It's, like, a little more uplifting than a lot of the sad songs we and have this year. And it's more of, like, yeah, it has, like, that independent flair. Yeah, it's like, more, like, indie pop girl. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I agree. It feels weird to, like, end the season on such a kind of, like, fairly cheery, like, indie pop, um, moment. Like, I think you can't really go wrong when you're, like, counting down in songs and you have the snap and, like, the lyrics are pretty good. Like, I think she has a good voice. Like, it, like, it has a good melody you can, like, grab onto, like... It's also just one of those moments where you were kind of, like, popping Molly for Lumix, like, okay, let's do this, and then, like, Rosalind comes on right after, and you're like, okay, well, now I'm on these, on these drugs, and, like, the song is just a different vibe. <laughs> I know, like, I feel like if this had been, like, episode three, I'd, like, be, like, more like, oh, look, I like this, like, it's really cute. Like you were for Croatia. <laughs> yeah, and now I'm just kind of, like, it's, like... Almost every song we've listened to for the last, like, nine weeks, like, the exact average, like, they all kind of end up being the song, and I'm like, oh, like, okay. (laughs) In many ways, it is the perfect ending. (laughs) Like, we've rounded off all the edges of anything, and we ended up with this, like, pretty attractive, like, pretty nice girl singing, like, a pretty good, catchy song. (laughs) I mean, that's kind of what she was going for. That's why this one came out last. Like, she was sampling (laughs) everything that was out there, and, like, this is what she came up with. (laughs) It's like the tallest flower gets cut first, you know? She was just like, I'm gonna be, like, right in the middle of the pack. (laughs) I think that might serve her well in some weird way. Because I feel like yeah, like because it is what a little bit. What am I bit... gonna do to be average? <laughs> well, I think it, in some ways, because of that, it stands out because it's not like too sad. It's not like with everyone else, but it's not just like an awful pop song like Austria. Like somehow this is gonna sneak into the top ten, and we're all gonna be like, okay, like you go, Rosalind. Like... Yeah, I would be surprised if anyone were like mad about it. Like, and it, it kind of goes back to what I was saying before. Like, I wasn't giving it points, but then. As it would come on the playlist, I was like, like, honestly, compared to everything, like, this kind of deserves, like, a little bit of a spot. Like, it deserves, I'm not, like, giving it a lot, but I'm like, nah, like, like, you just, you deserve to be there somehow, one way. I feel like they're going to end up really surprising us in this, in, 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 in this year's competition. I mean, given the video and 
um, just like her whole vibe. I think there's actually a lot of potential for like good staging here if they can pull it off. If so. they can lift a house on stage. Well, I feel like there's just like you can take it to like an interesting place and in a way that makes it stand out from. I mean, some this of the is Armenia. It's not Azerbaijan, so the amount of money that they're gonna pump into this is. Well, Armenia has some good staging every now and then. At least good camera work. You remember 2015? <laughs> I don't have some good camera work. <laughs> Sorry, 2016. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that is the end of this episode and the end of our reviews. We've officially gone through all 40 songs for this year. Um, so you've heard our thoughts, and next year or next week we will. <laughs> yeah, you have to That's wait it. No, a we're year done. From now for our predictions. <laughs> no, so next week uh, we'll kind of go through, let you guys know what we, what are our favorites, what do we think is going to happen at Eurovision, and we'll also be revealing the results of our Star Spangled Jury. In the meantime, please follow us on Twitter at SSE underscore Pod, and the next time you'll hear from us, we'll actually be here in Turin. So, hopefully we'll see you guys there. Thanks, everyone, for listening to our long journey. Oh, oh. It's been especially long this year, hasn't it? <laughs> we got a snap. Three, I got it. I got four. it. <laughs> no me. more, Bart. <laughs> All right. Bye, everyone. Bye.